Let's do the dang thing. Oh, God. It has to begin somewhere. It has to begin. You're right, absolutely. And th- today it begins here. <laughs> Am I it, supposed to start singing? Just let me know. You can. God. What would you sing? What would I sing right now? Mm-hmm. Um, hi, hi. This is Jack Corcoran. <laughs> hi, I'm, my name is Jack Corcoran. What have you brought us today? Oh God, no, no, don't do this. You're not auditioning. Okay, oh, all right, all right. No, just what uh, would you bring? I started unbuttoning a shirt that doesn't have any buttons. It's true. Um, I what would I sing? I would sing. Uh, it would be the hills are alive because I feel like you could get up and spin your way out of the room. You know what I mean? And so like you would slowly hear me echoing as I left the apartment. That's a good aesthetic. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, but I will make you do it right now. Okay. Because I haven't even introduced anything yet. Yeah. <laughs> I did say your name. You did. But it doesn't count because right. I didn't say my name yet. Right. Which is David. Hello, David. Hello. And this is Dress for the Podcast. You want my guest today. I'm co-hostless. I'm flying solo by the seat of my... Uh, maroon pants, but Jack's here. Yeah, the the pants are quite maroon, and he's is it? Oh, good. Um, how are you? I'm doing well. It is uh, it is a bitter, bitter it's winter so cold. outside. A very cold Martin Luther King Jr. day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, I I had to get up really early to uh, to go to work today. Like a Essentially, like I had to leave at five thirty, and um, I was like, you know what? Screw this! I'm, you know, I'm. It's only like twenty bucks away. I'm gonna get myself a Via, and I, the Via wanted to meet on the corner, and it canceled on me. And I was standing at the corner. I'm like, this is how people just freeze to death in the middle of. of <laughs> it was. A, I'm in a tundra. This now. is it. I'm, <laughs> I should pick one of those like caveman poses where I'm like looking up at the sky. <laughs> where are you stuff. working now? Oh, I'm. I, you know, I'm catering. Cool. I'm doing that catering. Life, yeah, yeah, it's so sexy. <laughs> well, don't let that color your answer to the first question. I, know, I knew it was coming. Which is, yeah, do you consider yourself a successful person? I have to give the obligatory, like, oh god, right yeah, now, yeah, right, of course. The past few guests, more and more guests, these past couple of days have been very prepared and have gone like, I knew that was coming. <laughs> uh, um, I would say. In some ways, yes. I, you know, I'm you know, I'm a 33 year old man. Mm-hmm. I That's successful. Ten fingers, ten toes. Hey, all right. <laughs> Semi functioning body. I think I'm. You know, there's there's worse ways to be. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm happily married. And uh, I am. I feel at times a creative fulfillment that most would consider successful. Mm. And uh, but it's not about what other people consider successful. It's about uh, what you consider on the inside. I right? guess unless you make it about what other people consider successful. Well, that's how you get the fire festival. And I, oh, <laughs> Sam, and I, Sam and I, Sam and I, Sam and I watched. Um, my husband yesterday we watched uh, both fire festival documentaries like in a row. Why? Because they're just it's fascinating. Okay, it's it's just fascinating. And so it that that like when you say success, it immediately makes me think of like the guy who was just woke up and was just like, I am successful. Yeah. And I deserve your money, and it worked. And I just feel like there's something <laughs> to that level of magic. We should get confidence. him on the podcast. Yeah. Well, you'd have to phone into a jail. That's fine. I'm willing. <laughs> I'll go. I'll travel. You'll pay that. You'll have podcast. <laughs> You'll pay that. That four fifty. I'll bail him out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. We we started watching and I'm, nay, devouring, um, killing Eve. <gasps> Great show. Oh my. Great God. show. I was really upset at it because. Uh, I think I was watching something else. I think I was like having a sick day and watching Always Sunny on Hulu. Yeah, and Killing Eve did. was always the commercial that was on. Right, and so I was like, 
fuck this show. I don't, I don't even care. Right. Um, and then Megan was home last night and she said, oh, we're going to watch that. And I said, all right, fine. Yeah. And we watched the first five episodes. That's great. I can't wait for her to get home now so we can finish it. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's so good. And like my husband had never like really encountered like Grey's Anatomy or anything like that. So we didn't know who Sandra O oh was. Yeah. And she's just incredible. She's on that really show. great. She's so good. I kept calling her Diana O oh, because that's a friend of ours who's <laughs> a performer and that's not her name. <laughs> Because I've also never seen a Grey's Anatomy, but I know who Sandra O oh is. Right, of course. She just hosted the uh, Golden, Globes. Golden Globes. Thank you. Yeah. With Adam, Andy Samberg. Adam Samberg. Andy Samberg. <laughs> <laughs> Conversations with mom. My finger is so far from the pulse of society. Yeah. I need you to help me learn. Oh, God. Oh, please. I'm like the worst. Although I do, <laughs> I do listen to. Like a couple um, celebrity gossip podcasts, and uh, oh, well, because because I just don't know who these people are. So Do celebrities just... host these celebrity? No, no, oh, no, okay. no. It's just it's people with biting and and acerbic senses of humor, which I enjoy. Yeah, and uh, but it's just me with Wikipedia open, being like, who is that? That's really juicy. But who is that? <laughs> I would like it if it was a celebrity gossip from a celebrity who was like, I was having lunch with Nathan Lane the other day. Right, yeah. What a bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I guess you'd probably tank yourself pretty quickly if you did that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Theater gossip is not going to get you too far. Um, so let's, let's. so you're an actor. I am an actor, yes. And that is a, that's what you want to do. Yeah. What's yeah, your, like, what you zenith? My zenith would be to... Well, I'm like of two minds of that, where oh. it's like, I, f- f- part of me just wants like the the fantasy of like, you know, being at like a theater, like next to the sea, and like just working on my work, and mm. just living like a monk. You know what I mean? But part of me also just really would love a a, a steady paycheck on like any kind of TV show. <laughs> oh, on a TV show, so yeah. that's different. Yeah, yeah. You could have a steady paycheck by the sea. By the sea. Right? Yeah, of course. I talked to my therapist about that the other day that sometimes I I was like, if everyone that I knew uh, just raptured immediately, I would like move to Scotland in a cabin in the woods and just write all the time. And, right. But then I was, and he was like, well, why can't, why can't you, why can't you do that? And I was like, uh, you're too close to me, first of all. And second of all, uh, you know, I was like, because, you know. I have a f- f- friends and family and a life here, and right. maybe I would go and do that and realize that I hated it. And be right. like, oh, yeah. no, I wish I were still in New York. <laughs> I've cut off all these ties. Um, but yeah, um, when I was like formative, I read Uta Hagen's autobiography, mm. and she talks about like a big moment in her life was like when she went to the beach with her parents, and there was this woman just like, draped in scarves that were blowing in the wind and she was folding her arms looking out to the sea and like she asked her mom who that woman was and she goes she's an actress preparing for her part oh. and I was just like <laughs> I always talk about that with my husband we was like I just want to stand with a lot of scarves and look out into the sea and just be like talk to me Hamlet tell me your secrets but um <laughs> I don't know. I <laughs> why is Hamlet at the beach? I don't. He doesn't get a vacation. Everyone deserves a vacation. Not Hamlet. Like, well, he'd he'd think about it. He's got some skullduggery to do. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 I very much kind of uh, hinged myself to like the uh, the improv cult that's yeah, going tell on us, in New tell, York. Tell I, us no. about you. Where no. are you from? Um, from Poughkeepsie, New York. Oh, that's close. Yeah. The, yeah. 
it's you know so uh, you know dreams of the big city yeah and then uh, so I guess that is a successful I was thinking about that like that is something I count as my success I have been living in New York I love New York I'm you know I have a home here yeah so that's a lot of people can't do that yeah right and uh, but but yeah uh, I if I if you were talking about like success as far as like acting I would love to like both act and have some kind of input on the creative oh cool process yeah I guess would be the the ideal. I want to talk about drunk Shakespeare. Okay. And I don't know how. Okay. I just, I want to, I want to talk about it. Okay, great. Well, what would you like to know? I would like to know, uh, so Jack and I met doing drunk Shakespeare. Yeah. I came in in the last, like, two or three months that mm-hmm. you were doing it. Yeah. Uh, and you are sort of doing not doing it right. <laughs> by the time this episode goes out i think you will have officially stopped unless yeah, you're not I think, gonna I, well i think that stop. like you know i mean they'll call me if they call me and, and maybe i'll i'll have a shift or two or something i don't know but what i pretty much moved on well what was that well so you were a host i was for yes. drunk shakespeare right you were always a host until always a host until my final show that final show Whew. and then another one and then another one, right? Which, yeah, where you play Banquo, and I came in the next day, and people in the theater were cranky, and I was like, "Why are you cranky?" And they were like, "Cause I can't believe Jack hasn't been playing Banquo this whole fucking time." Well, you know, but what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Well, now you know it. Now you can't. Banquo was a crowded field when I got to. Uh, I think it was the most crowded of the uh, the tracks. I think I it's. Got there. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the the like mediest. Yeah, yeah, of right? course. Got a lot. You, you well, play yeah. a puppet and yeah, you do yeah. improv. Exactly. You do voices and. <laughs> All sorts of fun stuff. Um, but uh, why did you leave us? Um, I was thinking about it and like, I don't know. You just have to kind of know when to leave things, That's right? That's a really interesting uh, feeling Like to if have. you're like free- Is that what happened? Yeah. If you're like freelance, no one's going to tell you to leave or graduate or do mm. it. You know what I mean? You just kind of have to choose for yourself when, you're, you do, when you move on. How long were you there? Uh, I was there for a year and eight months. Okay. And I had like a lot of goals for 2019 and I don't think the lifestyle I led in that show. I mean, the show is a young man's game. You know what I mean? Like it is. I don't like for the most part. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like it's it's like when you're <laughs> thirty three. I'm sitting here at twenty eight, looking at thirty three, going <laughs> young man's game. <laughs> How long do I game. have? I don't know, but like <laughs> I I don't know. But the but yeah, it's it's a young man's game, and like I don't know. It's it's you have to kind of like make a list of what you want out of your life and kind of look at where you are and decide if you're moving in that direction or not. What do you want? Jack, what do you want? What do I want? I want to... Good Lord. Part of me just wants to sleep. <laughs> are you getting to sleep now? Um, No. Oh, no, No, I've, I've been sleeping less than, than ever. Jack, no. But, uh, but yeah, I... Uh, God, what do I want? What is this podcast? You didn't make a list? Did you say you made a list? Oh, no, you do. Yeah, no, no. Like, of course. Like, But what I want is to be... I want to feel agency mm. in my own creative expression. Do you know what I mean? I want to create something and look at it and be like, for better or for worse, this is my sense of humor. I really want you to do that. In what sort of capacity do you envision that? Um, I think... You, also, are you sweating? Can I, I turn this light su- off? I get super sweaty when, like, I talk. Now, or, it's, now it's dark. Yeah. <laughs> I turned on the lights. Off. <laughs> the lights are slowly going to go off as we do this podcast, click, and then click, I'm click. I'm just going to start bird boxing. But um, stop it! <laughs> I haven't seen that. I just had to ask someone eventually. Like, what is it? 
Why is it? Well, and, so, and they explained it to me, and I understand now. Well, the the movie in itself is someone coming up to you in the middle of the street and screaming, "Put on this blindfold!" and and oh, we don't know why. You're just gonna kill yourself if you don't. <laughs> okay. And it's two hours of that. That just sounds exhausting. It's exhausting. It's is an it? exhausting film. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a terrifying, exhausting experience. It's not so much. It's not so much like a great horror film, and the fact that you, at the end of it, you're just like, oh my, just die or live. But also, like, it's one of those horror movies that like where you watch and you're like, why would you survive this? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, why, why survive this? You know? Or like you wouldn't want to survive it? No. Like, what, what are you going to do? Like, I'm not s- talking about that the other, other day with zombies. We were talking about in a zombie apocalypse what you would, like what your role would be in the new sort of post-apocalyptic society. And she was like, I just, I just go be a zombie. Well, exactly. Like uh, that movie 28 Days Later when he goes back to visit his parents and they've just taken a bottle of pills and gone to sleep. And I was just like, probably for the best, right? No. I, I'm... I'm just saying, you like have to at least do something where you don't then become a zombie. Well, it's like the the movie Thirty Days of Night, where like did you ever see that one? I don't know that one. No. It's it's one where they're in Alaska and like vampires take over the town <gasps> and kill everyone and burn down the town and like spoiler alert. Well, it, of course, but the but at the end they're just like they're sitting like the people who survive are sitting there looking out over the burning town and I'm like, what are you? What you gonna do? What, are you gonna go and move to the big city and like <laughs> <laughs> work at a Barnes and Noble? Like what is your plan? Like Yes, that's exactly their plan. <laughs> like, and then tell like their story. What? You know vampires exist and that they ate most of the people you love. Like, First thing you got to do is go to a church. <clears throat> yeah. go, hey, I got some news for y'all. It, it's, it's, yeah, so I, I have no, I would, like, <laughs> the second shit goes down. That's what I think about in any fantasy or science fiction setting is, like, aliens come and you're like, knock, 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 Mr. Pope, I, there's an alien. I don't, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know this, this is, is influential for you and yeah. for me and, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to read about this. I really don't want to experience it first. My, uh, I teach an after school class and a lot of my students are very grew up, grow are growing up cause they're yep. eight in very religious families and ask me questions about God a lot. Uh, oh. like we were talking about dinosaurs the other day and a kid asked, uh, why, why? Oh no, no, it was about aliens. That's why it must've sparked in my mind is for some reason he was uh, Im- immobile on the right. position that aliens were evil entities that were going to come to Earth and invade, right? That any possibility of an alien life form was evil. Uh-huh. And he was like, why would God create aliens that were evil? And I was like, uh. Wow. <clears throat> well, I got to be honest. Any any aliens that are going to contact Earth are probably here to take us as natural resources. You don't, think, you don't think they might go, hey, guys, come on we're looking at what humans are like right now in this moment but we can't talk to aliens so anything that can talk to us is gonna be more advanced right they'd be more advanced but like look they can look at our planet right now and be like oh wow they're slowly cooking themselves alive (laughs) i think they'd take pity (laughs) on us they'd be like maybe we keep driving you know what i mean lock lock (laughs) the doors roll up your windows windows and keep driving oh no aliens come on all right have any aliens listen to this podcast yeah Jack and I are, are the good ones. Well, yeah. <laughs> this will be broadcast. This will hit Mars in like 100 years. That's what I do. I yeah. just I put it in a tube. and. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking about your list. Oh, my list. For 2019. Yeah. My list for 2019, it's, it's a lot of health stuff. It's a lot of... Uh, God, it's just... You, it's just doing whatever... I, I like kind of wrote out this thing where I was like, these are the things that I can do... In order to just get feel any kind of like 
forward momentum. You mm. know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like momentum begets momentum. Sure. I feel like there's like my husband is a also a freelance artist. He's a musician, and like there's just like periods where the work just keeps piling in, and sure. there's periods of like utter desolation where yeah. you're wondering, are we going to eat you know dog food out of cans <laughs> to survive? <laughs> but, which is a thrilling life, and I'm grateful for it. But um, but I just. I want to get into that. I want to get back into like a that groove. When I first got drunk Shakespeare, like I had like a lot of things kind of come together at once, yeah. and I just kind of want to get. I want to feel that again. You know what I mean? Well, and and with that agency, is that like writing something or? It's definitely going to be writing something. I, you know, the easiest way to gain the most agency is um, is stand up, obviously, because you're just spouting sure. your ideas out to an audience. Yeah, there's nothing. You know. But I just feel like in order to start off at stand-up, you need a level of like delusion. <laughs> where like you just where you we're not like not in not like a total like but like where you come off stage and it doesn't go that great, but you're still thinking like that went pretty okay. You know what I mean? Or at least like I'd like to do that again. Yeah, exactly. You like... need to keep going back and getting better. And then the hard conversations kind of come later when you actually want to like make money at it. That's an interesting question. That's yeah. an interesting like uh, say say you do stand up and you love it. How many times do you do it and fail? Right before you go, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not good, good at this. this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. Stand up is a hobby unless someone pays you for it. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. That's a good strategy for anything, really. Yeah, I guess so. That's what this podcast is. That's one of my goals for 2019 that... is to make this podcast not a hobby. Interesting. I love that. I mean, podcasts are. The fucking best. I just love doing it. I, I love listening to podcasts. Yeah. I love, I'm a big podcast head. I'm trying to um, get into more serious podcasts now because a lot of the podcasts I listen to are very like purely entertainment. I, I started Serial. You started Serial? Finally. I've done it and I love it. I listened to, I just listened to Dr. Death. What's that? Oh my God. Okay. Welcome to Jack's Podcast oh Corner. My God. Stop what you're doing. Well, no, continue. don't. No, 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 continue. Episode. Continue and and get a Casper mattress. I don't know who's sponsoring this. No, but the, <laughs> but the, uh, but essentially, this guy who again faked his way into success. Right, he was not uh-huh. very good at something, uh-huh. but except for he wanted to be a spinal surgeon, and so the damage that he inflicts on about fifty people, including his best friend, who went in with like a small neck pain. And came out completely paralyzed from the no. chin down. But like, I sweat through through two shirts. Listen, I was just, gr- I was just like, like <laughs> biting a block of wood, listening to this. Sp- I couldn't stop listening to it. Oh, the no. horrors just kept rolling out. So it's a good time. It's terrifying. It is terrifying. Is it? It's just about him. Is it? It's is it about just like- about him. It's just because, because essentially, like, because everyone's so afraid of being sued, all these hospitals are so afraid of being sued, they just kept passing him off to different hospitals in worser and worser areas. And he just kept, like, ruining people's very, spinal very cords. Typhoid Mary. Just I know. Like going around and Ugh. wreaking havoc. And he was just like a, yeah, he was, it was like a total psychopath. What I really want is, I really want an ASMR uh, podcast that's um, uh, bad. That's like, <laughs> well, because ASMR, you, you know about ASMR. I, here, I, I have watched ASMR. Uh huh. I don't understand it or what its purpose is. Well, its purpose is to give you brain tingles. Okay. Right? 
Right. It's, so it's like that feeling of like, it's like someone ooh. running a finger up your back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's supposed okay. to give you that if you listen to it like with like proper Head, headphones. headphones. Uh, and and they're all like, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> rub my fingers on your ears now. But is it sexual? Oh, oh, it's not not sexual. It's not, that's it. That's right. Yeah, and it's just yeah. like I, I I I I was watching and I was like, I don't feel like I, <laughs> I'm the prime audience. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm because it is. Oh uh, yeah, prim- it is usually very it's uh, like ladies like with long nails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who go? Yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, I do love it though. Well, I just want to do one that's like, hey, you got a little something on your face. You got you got is that mustard? Come here, let me let me get that. <laughs> and just like very bad, bad ASMR. But, it, but the thing is, like, the thing about it, I I can see people listening to it. I can see like like people making podcasts of ASMR where like you listen to it, yeah. right? But watching people do it is a little unsettling. It is that may be what sexualizes it because you can see what's going through their mind as they're doing Maybe it. Maybe it's. Mm. <clears throat> I'm, I'm I'm imagining myself listening to an ASMR podcast now, mm-hmm. and imagining a sound coming out of nowhere and going <laughs> in a way that you wouldn't if you saw that, that they were like, "Fair enough, now fair I've enough." Got this thing in frame, and then they went, <laughs> as opposed to just like, "I'm gonna crinkle a ball now," and you're like, "Wait, are you? Oh God, are you? Oh, they did. Oh, you crinkled it." <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I just have no, no. So your next project will not be ASMR. I am right? ASMR. I mean. Out. If people want to watch it, and I, you know, I give the people what they want. You but should. Like, I. It's just me with like four oh inch no, nails. Jack, <laughs> you could you could do gay SMR. Gay SMR. It's not a good. Would that it's be? not good, but it's an <laughs> untapped market. What is that? <laughs> I'm unscrewing a, a Kiehl's bottle. <laughs> this is a, This wasn't on sale. It's at full price. <laughs> Shrinks pores. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, and I don't know why. Um, well, uh, okay. So on your uh, momentum, yes. First of all, uh, random question. Yes. Um, Megan and I are going to get married in October, and sh- she and I have friends who've gotten married recently, and or I, I guess just had a baby recently, uh, but they. They they keep like they keep coming back to us with this idea that like when you have a big life change, mm-hmm. that's when the work piles on. Yeah. Did you find that did that happen when you got married? When did you get married? Uh we got married November twenty sixteen. Did the work pile on? It did. Yeah. Interesting. It did actually. Well fuck. I but I, yeah, everything just kinda crazy. happened at once. And uh but I mean it just goes by so fast. It yeah. just yeah, it's just it's done in a heartbeat. Where are you getting sure? married? I don't. I don't want to share personal information. Don't. I don't yeah. want to hear about it. No. 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 I, I don't want to share like your personal. Like I was going to ask where your wedding is, but like we. Oh, want, it's in New Jersey. We don't want some podcast man. Now they can come. It's fine. It's going to be very casual. Very no, nice. we're 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 an interesting interesting state in that where I just went over to uh, my friend's house. My best friend James uh, is also getting married in November, and he has a friend who is also getting married. Like in 2020, and mm. both of those couples and me were playing games, uh, playing like board games and stuff, and not sex games. Don't look at me like that. I, I saw it. It's fine. I mean, um, well, and they were both um, lamenting the wedding planning process in a way that was, from their expression, very universal, and they sort of expected me to 
relate to and add into that portion of the conversation mm-hmm. where they were like, isn't it just always the way that family members are doing this and your partner wants to do this, right? Like the other person was like, they were at a point where he didn't want to talk about it for like two months. He was like, it's too far away. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. And I was just like, no, it's been yeah. fine. Maybe we haven't done enough. Maybe we've not gotten into It'll, the guck enough. I mean, I mean, it is several months out. So like there will come a time when like you're going to have to, answer some really stupid questions in a really intense way. Like, maybe. Maybe you know that's what, what I mean? we're like, 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 like stuff that seems normal and easily answerable questions become magnified. Like, because you know what? Do you have a wedding planner at all? Or no, I just find that like venues and stuff like that will start using the word perfect a lot. Or like, if you want it to be perfect. Well, we're really you know? lucky. The venue that we're going to is a place that Megan's family knows and has been to for a lot of different events. So they know us and they got us a really good deal and they're going to do the food and they're going to do the people and it's going to be buffet style. So we don't have to worry about a seating chart. And, Mm -hmm. um, everyone's been very supportive. I've been like, it's your day, do what you want. And, 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 you know, to be fair, have been like, it's your day to do what you want. I think you should do this, but do what you want, mm-hmm. which I find mm-hmm. very guiding, right? Yeah. We, no, no. we did this thing where we're doing a, a an afternoon wedding, um, so it'll be done by four, That's and everyone's right, yeah. been we like, what, you, what are you going to do after? Like, what, what are you, you going to do? Uh, and we've been like, or actually, maybe it's been the opposite. Maybe we've been like, what are we going to do? And everyone's been like, do what you want. Do whatever. It's about you. And we were like, great. I'm concerned about my family flying in from Kentucky and like all the people we right. have coming in from New York. We want to do something with them. Well, well yeah, that's of what we want is to do something with them. Right. Um, you could always live out the fantasy of just like getting in that car that says "Just Married" with the cans in the back and just going, <laughs> You're going. You're I keep thinking pool party. Pool party. That's what I, my brain keeps coming back to. Interesting. In October. Yeah. Early October. October Early October. Fifth. And right. you know, if global warming keeps yeah. keeps it up, then <laughs> it'll be ninety degrees. It'll be a it'll be jacuzzi. Great. Yeah. Um, but but it's been it's been I, I guess I'm I'm and maybe I'm morbidly looking forward to that. That the one day that uh, you know, someone goes, uh, what um what color will the will your yeah. cufflinks be? And I'll answer one thing and Megan will answer the other and we'll go what? Right. yeah. Like, or I don't know, something stupid, but... Yeah, the theme of our, like, wedding planning whole thing was uh, just, I'm already tired. Like, we're, we were just <laughs> like, like we're, we were just like, when we, cause we hired a wedding planner, because we were just like, we just don't want to have to do all that. And so she showed up, and she's like, how much do you want to spend on flowers? And we're like, literally nothing. We don't, we don't need Go flowers. Go pick some. <laughs> yeah, like, we don't need... And she goes, okay. And all we really wanted was, like, good food... Good eats, uh, good oldies. Good, yeah, that's it. Good food, uh, an open bar, and yeah. and some yeah. and some music. You know what I mean? That 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 was an easy question when we yeah. were doing that. Was was you know, he went. Well, here are your options for bars. And Megan's dad went open bar, open bar. We went, cool, great, great. Open thanks, bar, thanks, man. Mike. Um, yeah, it's and and again, slightly morbidly, it's a it's really interesting thought that so Megan's mother died two uh, about two years ago mm-hmm. as of this recording. And my mother's in Kentucky, so though both of those sort of like traditionally overbearing uh, forces in a marriage right. are, are just not there. Right. right. Megan's version of that is her aunt, who's just like whatever you want. Gotcha. And my, you know, my family's hmm. just, just, just glad that I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Because <laughs> by my age, I don't know. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. My mom had both of both me and my sister by twenty eight. Oh yeah. My God. For sure. Mom had me at, I think, 31. So so I'm the oldest. Get with it. You're the oldest? I'm the oldest. You have siblings? So. I do. I have a younger brother. How's that going? It's going good. You close? 
um, we're we're okay. We're doing all right. Cool. And uh, we go on we go on big. Uh, my my parents, my mom, for most of my life. <laughs> would give like these dramatic speeches whenever we were misbehaving just being like you know like I'm never going to go to Europe I'm just never going to go to Europe I'm never going to see that do you know what I mean because of the sacrifices we make for you uh-huh. and and so <laughs> which is that, that kind of sums up my mom but like the uh, but uh, we we went to uh, we lived in London for like four months a couple of years ago and so I was just like mom like come out and like just come at, leave the country and like hmm. Come see, and so she does, and uh, she, they really loved it. My parents really loved it, and my brother really loved it. And so, ever since then, every year or two, we've been going on this big European trip. So, like, like last year, we went uh, to northern Italy and Switzerland, and uh, wow. uh yeah, and uh, now we're going to Prague, Brussels, and Paris, and I forget where else, but uh, we're going there in uh, wow. April, yeah. So, Great. my parents have become huge travelers, it's, it's a kind of a nice uh. I'm happy for them. That's uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, um I want to go a place. I'll go eventually. <laughs> we're going to honeymoon in Scotland, I think. That's a great place to honeymoon. Oh, we're so excited. We're in, we're in, do you know where in Scotland? Everywhere. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get a like properly get around. We want to do Scotland, Ireland and Wales, but we also don't mm. want to like make ourselves have to do a lot of stuff. So maybe Right. We'll and of course Scotland. you don't want to be exhausted. Well, we just want to we don't um, Megan, my fiance, yes, uh, is lovely. I love her. I love her to death. Yeah, you should. She's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one would hope. Yeah. Um, she's not great at stress. Right. She doesn't like to feel like, ah, argh, whereas yeah. I love it. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh shit, a thing. We got to do this. Right. Um, so I just don't want to even like get close to that feeling on our honeymoon. Of course. I want to wake up in the morning and go, you want to go to Wales? Okay, let's go to Wales. Yeah. I get stressed when, like, I travel and we don't have, like, an itinerary kind of thing. Like, I, I get very, like, no. I'm not good with, like, the whole, like, we're in Scotland. Just let's just go. What, let's what, just be what, in Scotland. What a lovely little place we found. Let's go climb a mountain, <laughs> scream from it into the void. Yeah. Sam and I always watch this awful, awful travel show that's on iTunes, but, like, she does everywhere. Her name is uh, Samantha Brown. And, um, she is it like a parody one? No, who's it's, the parody one? I don't know, but she's she, <laughs> she's just like she just delivers lines <laughs> that like shouldn't shouldn't be delivered by anyone with a sense of irony. Because like she would she did her episode of Verona, she starts out on like a balcony and she just goes like Romeo, Romeo, wherefore at that Romeo? Wow, <laughs> and, and then, that's where it starts. Oh, wow. It starts there, and it's just like. Oh, it's so hard to watch, but she's actually really great at what she does. So, like, and she just needs new writers. Yeah, she, she just like yeah, she just <laughs> she just recommends you know she recommends some really great restaurants and maybe that's what you can that. do. Maybe you can write for her. Yeah, say I hey, would, oh. love your stuff. Think it sucks. Let me help. Well, because I'm a gay man, <laughs> she slowly became a gay icon for me, and so I became obsessed with her for a little while. And um, she's very interesting, and she has like a, a YouTube page and everything. But um, my the most interesting story that I never thought about is that cause she travels so much. Mm-hmm. She's, she broke her nose in the middle of the night in a hotel because she had been tra- staying at so many different hotels that she like, she just kind of got up and made a left turn in the dark yeah. and like, just smacked herself into a wall. Wow. Yeah. And like it ended her trip real soon. Oh, and no. like, cause you know, it had to be filmed. 
Oh, be, yeah. It would be really weird. Couldn't just include it in the <laughs> yeah, story. Yeah. yeah, it'd be weird to do the and South of France. <laughs> Slam myself <laughs> with into a wall. But now we're in... Two black eyes. Rihanna. <laughs> uh, poor lady. Yeah. Um, so one of the distinctions that we talk about a lot on the show is the difference between professional and personal success. Uh-huh. And it sounds like, personally... Yeah, you're I'm doing great. Married my dream guy. You're married to dream guy. Yeah. Go to Europe with your family every year. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm happy with the way that like in my 30s how I'm interacting with my family. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like high school was a little rough and now it's uh, it's good. We're good. Sure. Yeah. Good. High school's always rough. What High school can always be rough. Yeah. Yeah. Um what to to uh, What's your advice? My advice yeah. for what? For either for professional, for personal, for huh. um, I don't know. I feel like and there's a lot of wisdom bubbling around in that old noggin. <laughs> <laughs> My wizened old face just carries a thousand stories. Um, I would say the best relationship advice I ever got, and I didn't. I personally didn't even get it. I was just watching something with what's her name? She was married to Mike Nichols, Diane. Keaton, uh, not Diane Keaton. Weiss. Blonde. She was a newscaster. Oh, mm-hmm. I want to be a big time reporter. Like, I'll think of her name. Great. But anyway, she says uh, the whole thing was. Uh, I like to give the audience something to answer. But I like I to. Yeah, I love to give the audience something that they can just shout out angrily yeah. at me. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but she. Uh, but she was like, uh, you know, in a relationship, a a criticism is a really bad way to make a request. So why don't you just make the request? Woof. It's a, it's a, it's a really good advice. It's like yeah. kind of the best. Just ask. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's scary, though. It is scary. It's, it's a vulnerable thing. for what you want. Yeah. I found I didn't know that I thought that was scary until very recently. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for instance, my loving husband, mm-hmm. um, we I, I love iced coffee. I don't really drink hot coffee. And um, we have this... He makes coffee... And then we put it in this glass jar, and this glass jar has like a kind of a cork lid. And he does this thing where he like shoves it down so hard, <laughs> really hard, really hard. And so like I woke up this morning <laughs> at like five in the morning trying to pry this thing <laughs> off of my precious coffee, and I was just looking at like <laughs> you know a faceless sky, like a, just like <laughs> like just like the void. And just You're out of the sea with your scarves. Yeah, on. just screaming on the inside, just being like, if I don't get into this coffee, like it's, I I I don't know what I'm gonna do. And so I made the request that he doesn't shove that so hard. How did that go? It went well, you know. <sighs> it's, and it's gonna take it's gonna take about four requests. It's gonna take mm, about maybe like that's the thing. Yeah, it's gonna be like, hey, remember I requested that. I feel like uh, uh, whenever I tell Megan like I have to tell you something serious now, or like yeah, it's hard to set up. It's hard to, hard to set up. Yeah, I, I would be afraid. I would just go, hey, could you not fucking put the thing on the yeah, thing yeah. like that anymore? Yeah, I hate when you do that. Yeah. Oh shit, I did it bad. Well, yeah, and if it gets to that point, it's kind of on you because you've ignored it so long. Exactly. <laughs> that, right? Like you yeah. were begun to, we're going to resent it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you've created a you've created a narrative that they're not even part of. You know what I mean? <laughs> I ask you in my head a yeah. hundred times to do this. <laughs> we fought about this countless times in my head, <laughs> and so yeah, you kind of have to take responsibility for that. I guess that's great personal advice. Do you think that uh, bleeds over into professional? Um, asking what you want for. Asking what you want for. That wasn't grammar, but no. But asking what you want for and like putting yourself out there. It's all. I don't know. I, I learned a lot from my husband and watching him like navigate because he went from 
being a conductor to like a dance arranger. He's wow. really trying to like be a composer now. And like, but it's just the way he makes, he shifts and makes transitions is kind of uh, inspiring. And the way he like he, everyone, you know, he's really well liked among, you know, in the, you know, among his Sounds peers. Sounds like I should have him on the podcast. I know. He'd probably have more interesting things. No, no, <laughs> no, say. no, no. I'm Jack. Step away for a minute. I'm a huge fan. And Megan is <laughs> so unhappy that she couldn't be here. Oh, um, I know. She's in I, right now, but she just like, she got to see you in Drunk Shakespeare and she like, oh. you were her absolute favorite. And I, I'm really, I'm hopeful that I'm, I'm really, like, I would be very excited to see what this next sort of creative batch of yours <laughs> this is this is where you find out that like <laughs> I'm a serial killer and like this is like this whole thing is going to be used in like a lot of like you know forensic file episodes and I I've, feel those are some of my favorite pictures right, right. The ones that you see and you're like someday someone's going to slow zoom in on that well, when they're talking about a, he was a well liked man exactly well it's like the fire festival guy where it's just like every time there's a picture of him like he's just dead behind the eyes <laughs> like he's just like there's nothing there and like you, you kind of wrote it off for, I guess these people just wrote it off but like every time they took a picture of this guy it was just like that is <laughs> must be the camera yeah ex- exactly like there was just yeah just the void but um, but yeah, I'm a big fan of yours as well, man. Oh, I'm glad. Shut up. I'm glad you're. Uh, I'm glad you're thriving at Drunk Shakespeare. You're you're a hoot and a half. On I'm the having show. a lot of fun there. Uh, yeah, I haven't. I haven't succumbed to. I think I'm an anomaly in a lot of ways in that I haven't succumbed to a lot of the things that people said I would. Uh, yeah. very quickly. Right. In the same way that I don't drink coffee. I've never right. drunk coffee. And when people always said. Wait till you move to New York. You'll just start drinking coffee. Yeah, I've been here for seven years. I have not drunk coffee. Right. Six years. Time. It's a flat circle. Um, (laughs) And when I started doing Drunk Shakespeare, everyone was like, you're going to A, get bored really quickly and Mm want to just like keep mixing it up and you're going to stop drinking socially. Mm. Wow. Neither of those have happened. Really? I can do the same show every night and I just have no problem with it. Yeah. I I found, because my last show I did, uh, uh, I was the drunk actor and I found it fascinating. Which you weren't ever as the host. Ever, no. And but the the I found it really interesting in the fact that like it feels so good when you're doing it because you're not responsible for like the details. Yes, everyone else is responsible for the details. And so like uh, looking back on like my final show, like the king and queen were really drunk audience members and they were very belligerent. Yeah, but like I didn't know or care because exactly. I was just having a great time. It's know? a tremendous. It's it's when the safety net that you always have. A expands and B becomes so much clearer that yeah. you have this safety net of these other actors who are going to help you, and then you have the safety net of drunk, right? Which exactly. is like whatever you do, the audience is going to go, "Haha, they're drunk," right? And then and then the the day after is also very interesting. It's a very, it's a very like like uh, like karaoke hangover where you, mm-hmm, you're just mm-hmm. like that you're just like oh, I should not have tried rapping last night, <laughs> like you know. Like, How was it for you? How was the experience of 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 drinking? Um. It was much drunker than I thought it was going to be. Great. Like, that was that was the thing that kind of shocked me. Because, like, I'm a slow, kind of, like, <laughs> slow, smooth ride to the end of the night kind of yeah. guy. And uh, this was this was a punch in the face. Yeah. Yeah. But it was fun. But it was fun. Yeah. Because I've heard, you know, some actors are like, it makes me really sad. And some actors are like, I'm on top of the world. And I'm just curious where everybody sort of lands. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You have to kind of pick how... <laughs> How you're gonna be that night. You do, you lean in. You can't yeah, you can't leave it up to chance. You yeah. kind of have to just yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um I think that's everything. Okay. I think that's the whole podcast. Fantastic. I have to say some stuff. All right. But stick around because then Jack's gonna say something really clever. 
Zinga. Thank you. No. <laughs> Something of your own IP. I don't know. <laughs> thank you for listening to Dress for the Podcast You Want. Uh, thank you to Dimly Wit for having us on the network. You can go to dimlywit.com to check out this podcast as well as others like Bad Examples, Standby, and Shorts. And who knows what by like mid-February. This, this is going out later. We're so ahead of schedule in such a mm, just mm, lovely way. Thank you to Laura St. Pierre, our Patreon donor, and thank you to Jack for being on the show with me today. Thank you for having me. Jack, tell me a joke. Oh, no. Come on. I'm terrible at jokes. Do you want to give us an impression? No. (laughs) I didn't prepare any of this. Have have you been doing this at the end of all the episodes? Nope. I just haven't found a good, concise way to end the episode, so every episode (laughs) sort of peters out. The hills are alive. Oh, Jack, he's spinning out the door. Oh, Jack's gone. All right, that was it. Hosted on dimlywit.com.